Brodine will be in and Goligoski will be out. Did you tweak your lines? We did, yeah, we did tweak them a little bit, yeah. Especially to get those top six forwards going, what do you think needs to happen? I mean, do you think these tweaks will be enough or is it just a matter of re... Yeah, no, it's not so much about, it's not so much, to be honest, about tweaks. I mean, you can tweak lines around all you want. It really comes down to uh, playing a bit better, you know, playing more of a faster game. I think uh, more competitive on pucks, playing a more direct game. Uh, I think those things, you know, whether you switch the lines around or don't switch the lines around, it's those elements of the individual players and, and the collective lines. That's what you're looking to see. Want to give Chisholm some more ice before he plays? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Give him another. You got a good, another practice today. Good skate, and then obviously we got the, the road trip coming through. So just try to get him up, up, and even familiar. You know, he's now in meetings. We had him warm up last game, and you know, so some of it too is he's a young player and he hasn't played a lot. Uh, so it's just ingraining them a little bit into the culture, how we do things, get a feel for, for how we're playing. Uh, and then, you know, we'll, we'll certainly, I think when he's physically ready and, and feels good, then we'll certainly give him an opportunity. Connor. We're joining the group. Yeah. Is he just getting, he's just, yeah, that was his first practice back yeah. with the group. Yeah. Yeah. And Brody will play the power play Brody, yep. He will. You know, you mentioned Mark Andre Fleury going tonight, but just what can you imagine this evening meaning for him? And you know, getting a celebratory 1,000 game honor against Pittsburgh, a lot of familiarity there. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't even imagine how great it is for him. I mean, obviously the career he's had, and he's still going strong. And and uh, you know, with us trying to make a playoff push, but going against his former team that obviously won a Stanley Cup with, and has great relationships with lots of the players that are there, but particularly the you know the the, the core guys. Uh, it's special for his family to be here. And then, you know, you see the, the reception he had after the last game, um, you know, when he got the record just by the crowd and his teammates and that. So real uh, special night for him for sure. When you look at the Penguins, we've been seeing these players forever, the Crosby, the Malkins, the Latangs. How do you limit the impact they can have on a game? Because it feels like if you can limit what they do, you can beat this team. But it's a lot easier said than done. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, they're, uh, you know, I saw their, their game the other night against Winnipeg. I mean, they're, you know, they, they played a real strong game. Obviously, the power play was clicking a bit. Um, they're always a challenge. You know, I think that, that those guys are, uh, you know, they've been around for so long, but not just been around. They're going to be Hall of Fame players. And, you know, their will to compete and, and the skill sets, it's, it's you have to be, you know, you have to be at your best to be able to compete against those guys. And if you do that, then then you have a chance to uh, to be able to, you know, hopefully not have them be a huge difference in the game, but it's always a challenge because they're difference makers. So, uh, you know, for us, it's, you certainly respect their team and respect those guys as players. Uh, but for us, you know, we're looking to get to the game that gives us the best chance to win. And, um, that's what our focus is. Whether it's them or the road trip next week, a lot of the teams coming up are teams like you desperate for points in a playoff push. Is that, can that be more helpful to finding urgency in your game versus playing the Chicago's and Anaheim's of the league? Well, you know what? It, it shouldn't matter. It's, you know, I think this time of year, as you said, I think everyone's playing for different different things. And as we said to the team, you know, this is the best part of the year to play. I think everybody sees that there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's, you know, teams that are, you know, particularly in our situation, regardless of who we play, we've got to make sure that we got urgency and the mindset to 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 play at the level that it takes to win night in and night out. And that's, that's hard to do, but that's what it requires. You know, it's not easy to make the playoffs either. So it's, it's, uh, it's making sure that you have the mindset um, regardless of, of who we're going to play. With the way goalies are played now, the tandems, do you think they'll see another goalie play a thousand games in the NHL? The way the system is? You know, that's a good question. Probably, 
I'm not I'm not sure. You're right because you need you need two goalies. It's hard for guys to play as much as they do. And you know, I think the other thing too, when you get a thousand games, obviously you're you're tremendously talented. But you know, I'm sure you've been blessed with. Um, maybe not having long-term injuries or, or things like that. It also goes back to the way the guys take care of themselves. But, um, you know, to see a, to see a goalie play a 1,000 is, is, is impressive. Being around him more this, this year, like, do you have a favorite flurry moment off the ice? Do you have a favorite moment you've been around him? Everybody talks about his personality and kind of how he influences the room, or I'm sure you have one of those kind of lighthearted moments you've had. With yeah, him. I mean, I think the whole thing with Dewar was, was great. You know, all the all – the, uh, Duhame, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I call him D and D. Unless so. there's something with Dewar, you're no, 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 no. Duhame, you got that one. Yeah, there's nothing else going on. That's that's not that's not up there. But I just think that you know, the, uh, you know, he gets uh, Duhame says what he says about him. Flowers got the nonstop, uh, but he comes across. You know, he's such a nice guy, fun-loving guy. But you, just to see the way he interacts with his teammates is great. The other thing for me, just you know, about him is. There's so much made of it, but I, I even go back to the last game when when everyone celebrated on the ice with him, and you know the team wanted them to take a lap, you know, and he skates about ten feet, and then he comes back into the team and says, "All right, come on, let's go." You know, I think that just uh, I think typifies him as a person. You remind him a little bit too when you're Pittsburgh organization, you know, camps and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was when I was in Pittsburgh, I was uh, fortunate enough. We were very, uh, very inclusive, so. Um, you know, obviously had development camps, training camps. You know, when I was there, uh, Dan was there. So we were on the ice with the guys. We were involved uh, with the players and uh, came up sometimes for a couple of playoff runs with the Black Aces, Todd and I, Todd Reardon and I. So uh, it was nice to – so I, I did have a – you know, you get to know those guys really well. You don't have huge personal relationships with them, but you're – you know, you do have conversations and know them. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a great organization. I really enjoyed my time there. John, I wanted to ask you a less happy question. Uh, after the Blackhawks game, you, you use the word passenger. And I'm wondering what, as a coach, what do you? How far is between being a passenger and helping? Like, because they're obviously skating and they're doing stuff. But like, what? What's the difference there? Well, I think is really is is having an impact on the game. You know, I think you 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 can't just go out and play. You have to come out and compete and. Uh, you know, I think when you if you come out and you take shifts and there's a lot of 50-50 or, or nothing shifts, then you need guys to make impacts every time they come over the boards. And those impacts are in different ways. Sometimes they're a great offensive play. Sometimes it's a goal. Sometimes it's a great back check. It could be a block shot. It could be a great forecheck, you know, or a hunt and retrieve where you keep a puck alive. But it's you, we, we, we didn't have uh, – we had spurts and times of it, uh, but consistently enough throughout the lineup, we, we didn't have it as much as you need to. I think to give yourself the best chance to win a game, and that's the difference between, you know, sometimes when you say guys were passengers, or sometimes you come in and say, "Geez, you know, all four lines were going, and all sixty were going, they were impacting it." But having that mindset that when you you're respecting every shift, and when you go out there, that there's a determination in your game and your mindset that you know you're going to make a difference that shift in some way. Does, does it surprise you though when sometimes when you see like? You know, I, I was surprised we didn't come out and, and play harder for 60 minutes, or is that just natural for in hockey? It's a lot of games. And Yeah, I, I think there's different times in the year, you know, for that. Uh, particularly now, you know, coming coming off the break and, and understanding, you know, there's limited runway here and, and having some, some discussions about the identity and, and what we need consistently. Um you know, sometimes you're you're. I wouldn't say you're surprised. You're just you're you're more. You know, you, you want more. But 
you know, our group of guys know too. I think if you listen to their comments after the game, that it, you know, it certainly wasn't our best game. But you know, you, you do have to find ways to win. Sometimes when you're not at your best, but uh, you know, I think for us is that um, when you're in the situation where we're in, you know, you'd rather come out and play your best and let the chips fall where they may, versus you know, leaving leaving something out there, wanting more in your performance. You can't control whether you win or lose the game, but you can certainly control your mindset, the intensity level, and structure that you play with, and. You know, our objective is is we got to make we got to make up some ground here. So, you know, if we're going to do that, there's got to be a certain level of intensity about our game. Anything else? Can you talk about excuse me, uh, Brock Faber? When you got a young, talented e man like him, do you insulate him at all as far as whether it's the e partner minutes or is he showing you enough already where I can let this guy run? Yeah, Borky, it was actually interesting because when I when we first got here, we were healthy. You know, Spurgeon was still there and Brodine was, was there, and both those guys got hurt. So, uh, you know, Brock wasn't sheltered at all. He basically wound up being forced in to play top, top pair minutes, uh, top matchups, uh, lots of minutes, you know, anywhere between 22 to 28, maybe a little bit more. Some games uh, had never run a power play uh, until now. Now he's running our top power play. So... You know, he was, he was kind of forced into the role, but to his credit and what's been impressive about it, he's been able to handle it. He's been able to handle it physically, mentally. He's taken on those responsibilities, and, and that's what's been most impressive about him is that I'd say for the last, you know, 20 games, maybe 25 games, he's been, you know, top pair D-man, top minutes in all those situations, plays power play, penalty kill, three-on-three, four-on-four. Uh, and he's been he's been able to handle it. So that's uh, I think it's a little bit unique, probably for a young guy. Thanks, Joe. Yep. Thank okay. You. Thanks, guys. Thanks, coach.